Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite preview. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hanfler and Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to AEW Dynamite, uh, taking place in the KFC Yum Center tonight. Lots to look forward to, Sid. Just undermine the whole thing before we get going. Yeah, why not? Lick Good car. Good car. Kill it. <laughs> Lick your ass center last week. KFC Yum. I can't wait for next week. Uh, I? No, sure looks canny. Sure looks canny. <laughs> I reckon, bold prediction, there's going to be something like, it's incredibly sick on this show. And then there's going to be something where I'm just going to be like, why are you friends with who? And <laughs> why didn't you react in that way to that? And uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> um, that is the state of play, isn't it? Boom, let's go ignite Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that is Every week, broadly the same. Every like, week, some broadly good. the same. Yeah. I, uh, I... Big night for MJF. Is this the night or is it tomorrow, technically, where he becomes the longest reigning world champion? Today, I think. I feel like I saw a tweet saying yeah. he becomes it today. Uh, but obviously, tonight, he's trying, to get, he's trying to get his hands back on the Triple B uh, in an eight-man main event. It is the Bing Bing Bing, Jay White, Juice Robinson and the Guns versus MJF and three partners of his choosing. Uh, contenders include uh, Roddy Strong and the Kingdom, obviously, the acclaimed and Daddy Ass, whose birthday it is today. Congratulations. Uh, Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you say? No. Uh, Sid, who do you think the three are going to be before we pl- obviously play the game and draw it from the AW roster page? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I guess it's a hook. Mm-hmm. There's a lot hook. of... D- oh. There's a lot of... God damn it, don't... <laughs> He looked at me and he winked. He looked at me and he winked as if Ah, to say, like, really did him there, didn't I? This is how he does it. I... (laughs) Sorry. How much do I like this? How much am I wanting a certain team to be it and vice versa? I guess it's slightly compelling. I'm not convinced. Look, it's going to be the acclaimed. Max and... Max are going to either scissor... Or 
they're going to build how much the audience will want to see them scissor. If MGF decides not to, and you go, oh, boo. Um, if Max reaches out for the tag, and just got no partners, they all run out. Oh. Like MGF decided to go four on one, and he reached out for the tag, but it's scissors, and he's like, if you're going to tag me, you're going to do it. And he's like, all right. Then. Oh, my God. I think that's it. A hot scissor. I think you've nailed it. A hot scissor. A hot scissor with the acclaimed um, Roderick Strong and the Kingdom will have things to say about not being selected. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a scenario where <laughs> MJF is forced to pick the acclaimed and daddy ass in terms of like Roddy Strong and the Kingdom get taken out by the Bang Bang Bing Gang or, or the devil. Or the devil. Mm. But yeah, I think furthering the storyline with Roddy means you have to kind of pie him off, don't you, rather than... Yeah. Like, it's a lot of mystery. A lot of <clears throat> mystery. I'm not necessarily convinced I'm that I'm not pitching articles to write who it could be or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not mm. that jazzed. They could play a blinder in terms of retention, building quarter hour viewership by teasing it out throughout the show. Um, so I guess from a tactical point of view and building the audience, it's probably a, a sound idea depending on how they do it. Um, I think it will be the acclaimed. And it's more of that MJF thing where he's very, very good at building a reaction and like getting fans to do what he is like implanting in their heads. This is what you're going to do. You're going to react to the kangaroo. Kick. Yeah. You're going to go crazy for the double clothesline. That is the next. I've, I've said for ages, even though Hamlet, the dickhead, has got the correct spot in which it will happen. I'm really annoyed by that. But I've said for <laughs> weeks that at some point MJF and Caster will scissor and it will like bring the house down and yeah. get a massive pop. And that really is the aim. A lot of wrestlers, that is the aim. Have the loudest match. That is the ultimate test of a well, good... Who gets the aim of that? Oh, sorry, I'm the wrong part. Crowd psychology is who can make the most noise, basically. Who's the yeah. best at making them, as Pat Patterson used to say, go banana. Hmm. He's very good at building his pops, MJF. He's incredible at it, in fact. Is he thinking a lot about the pop and not about personal issues, drawing money. There's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of pop building. There's a lot of guessing games. Cliffhangers, if you like. But as well-constructed as a lot of this is, is it the MGF CM Punk feud? Is it the MGF Cody Rhodes feud? Is the real point, the those emotional stakes, missing just to get... Is he going for volume over emotion, basically, is what I'm getting at. And is he missing a step? Mm. The most important step, because a great emotional, long-term, direct, personal story will get those pops. Is he, at this point, missing a vital step in the meaning of noise? It's a fair assessment. In terms of partners, a couple of questions. Number one, does he win and get the Triple B back tonight? Have those sweets we ate on the NXT Review podcast made anyone else's teeth feel very weird? Not noticeably. No. Uh, how, many have you, how many have you had? That's the question. I've had about five. <laughs> They're very coated, so I could see why. Thank you, Jake. I, I want to brush my teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, do they win and get the Triple B back tonight? And is there a scenario in which he picks the acclaimed and daddy ass, but either like Max kind of has to be in the team, obviously, Either Bowens or Daddy Ass get taken out, and therefore he finally has to accept Samoa Joe's offer to make it four on four. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I think it's the acclaimed. I it it makes no sense for him to get the belt. Is that the stip? 
gets the belt back if he wins the four-way. He's just got access to it, I suppose, isn't he? So, like, I don't think it's a stipulation so much I as it is. They did say, if you win, I'll give you a triple oh, week like the other week, oh, yeah. Right. Because it makes no sense for even Austin Gunn to do a job because that would reflect badly on Jay White. That's how these things work, and it's weird. But at the same time, I just want them to just... They've had to reimagine this Jay White MJF thing once before already. Time to do it again. This belt theft stuff isn't working. This belt theft stuff. I mean, it's MJF Jay White. If you look at the tier list of MJF programs in AEW, it's absolutely nowhere near the top. I understand that this is a one of many subplots that the MJF character's got on the go. This one should be the most important. They've got the pay-per-view to sell. If you want to be strict and business-like about it, this is on the low tier. I want them to reimagine this, basically. I think it's been a bit of a misfire. I don't hate at all the multiple challenges, even though you kind of signposted more than one match. It's just not MGF CM Punk. It's not MGF Cody Rhodes. It's not even MGF Jericho, I don't think. It's not MGF Wardlow, mm. which was so goaded, by the way, that program. Mm. Um, I, I want this bell thing. Do you, hand on heart, in, like... Any sense of your being go, I really wish MJF would get his belt back. He's the champion. I know he's the champion. Who cares about the physical prop that represents the title? To answer your question, there was one time when I did, and it was counterintuitive to what would traditionally work in wrestling, and then I was kind of on the hook for it. And it was when he tried to nick it at the start of Collision because I wanted him to have it back for the Omega match. Yeah. I wanted him to have it in his hand, even if he was going to get it stolen again, even just for the intros and for the for all the marbles, and I've got it just in time even though that kind of made him look like a, a bit of a coward for getting it and then having it snatched back and run. But MJF can, you know, kind of colour outside the lines there. I liked that. So maybe this is where you get that because it's an active quest to reclaim it rather than just rampant ring verbal rows. I just happen. don't care if he has the title or not. Uh, I've yeah. never given a toss about this kind of story. Yeah. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. It makes no... It just, who cares? There's a real opportunity with this match. Like I like that we've got all the way to Dynamite and they've not just MJF has picked his partners. It was a, there was a rampage and a collision with which to do this, mm -hmm. and they haven't. Um, I use this example of stuff all the time because it was double travel super good. The Dallas Ten Man isn't just oh, fantastic no. on its oh, own terms. Yeah. That whole Raw fully is beaten down by all the heels, and there's five of them. Right? What a moment! There it was, was five of them. Five. Of Jesus! Them. And the Rock cutting that promo where it's like it's not five on one; it's five on two. Jesus, what a pop, what a moment, what a guy. I'll go into a five-on-two battle with you. Like, it's brave, it's honourable, it's nice because it's the micker and the finally like, all right, yeah, we'll be we'll be besties for the night. And then Tukul and Rikishi, mm -hmm. right? Oh, my God. They're nowhere near this main event scene, but they too are showing bravery and honour and all that kind of thing. Like, if you have one baby face that says, I've seen the situation MJF's in and I haven't asked the champion, but I know what's right and it's not four-on-one, it's four-on-two. That baby face gets a pop because yeah. he's going to help MJF, right? And then there's space for two left. I think Samoa Joe's a logical one for this. Mm. I think it's almost a shame that the acclaimed and daddy ass makes four because I think a series of individuals taking the spot like, is maybe more interesting for getting people over that suddenly like aggravate, you know how Tony Khan books, whoever volunteers himself for this then puts themselves in the crosshairs of Bullet Club Gold. Mm -hmm. So they become enemies after it and you've got stories you can tell after the fact. Like... Like, they're nowhere near this, really. But let's say, like, Hangman Page had nothing going on. And he was like, you know what? It's, that's just not on. 
Mm. You didn't ask for my help, MJF, but I'm going to give you it. And it's like, because he's because he's a bloody good bloke. You know, like, I love that. Yeah. He's trying really hard. Yeah, like, I love that feeling within wrestling. You do have the opportunity to do it, even if, like, over the course of the match, like, it starts four on two or four on three, and you have Max Caster come out to be the one that MJF wouldn't pick, but he's put himself in, in a, you know, in a difficult situation. He's the one that stepped up to help MJF out. I love that kind of mm. drama. And it's proper good guy, bad guy stuff. So I, I, I think this is a hook. I think you could do something very creative with this. And yeah, I'm kind of with Sidrick, and it'll probably just be the acclaimed Daddy Ass. It fits a bit too neatly. But I think you could, well, there's an argument to be made about FTR, yep. Edge, obviously, or Adam Copeland, I should say. Good guys doing good guy stuff. I think uh, they do win. I think he does get the Triple B back because of how special today is, or you know, this these next few days are in terms of him breaking the record. And... I think it's actually Juice that takes the pinfall because they don't want to pin... They can't pin Jay, obviously, and they can't pin the guns because they're fighting for the tag titles at full gear as well. So maybe Juice is the one who takes the pinfall here. And I think you can... Yeah, as much as, you like you say, it's not really the crux of everything in terms of him having the physical belt... There is a way you can do it next week with like, you've got the belt back for now, but you've got it for two weeks I until I take it from you at full gear. personalised, I guess... You can really believe that the character wants it, and it's his freaking title, and he's mm. earned it. But like, take the belt, not the title. It's, I just, I just never thought it's a good idea ever. What, what about Joe winning this match for MJF's team, and then kind of making himself like the obvious pick to be his tag partner for the Ring of Honor tag title, and then it's MJF and Joe against the Guns, like, and that's that, like, that's the kind of uh, I told you I'd protect you, and I will. We'll win the tag belts. It's like, and Roderick Strong, even he's like. What about, what about me? I could have been better for you. And Joe's like, this guy's an asshole. Yeah. And just Joe and MJF have this one night chemistry thing. But it's if it's not the obvious picks. It's time to play the game. Time to play, time the, to game. play the game. I have the AW roster page in front of me. Pro Evo rules do apply, Sidge, of course. Yeah, uh, how do you want to do this? Alternating? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, but that means one person gets two. Oh, well, uh, Rob, RPS for who gets the... Oh, yeah. Game oh, we'll... within a game. Within it. And it's like three games because the Pro Evo rules as well. So it's game within a game within a game. Within it. Turducken. Within it. I've never heard that before. A what? Like a turkey within a duck within a chicken or something. Something like that. Anyway. What up, turd, Duckins? <laughs> uh, well, straight, straight what, RPS shootout, then. Yeah. Why don't we do one and then two and then do the thing to build oh, the drama? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 it's yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, sit down. Oh, my God. I'm just going through the roster page. I'm going to stop. Oh, uh, step. One to five. Four. I guess the person in MGF's team's going to be there or be triangular man because it's Jeff Hardy twist <laughs> oh my god I'm just going to find that page with uh, Matt Hardy twist that there. guy I'm, out of my life I'm <laughs> kind of three guys all at once with the whole damn team I'm Willow I'm Jeff <laughs> and I'm someone you ain't even met yet man I'm not one of his dumbass characters I'm lightning bolt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them stupid arsehole gimmicks. I'm Jinx, I'm Jinx, but it's with a wine. <laughs> I'm a canvas and the brush. Man. <laughs> okay, I'm scrolling against it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and you don't have to, and that's kind of the point here. I'm playing with Jeff. <laughs> Do what you want, man. 
to say in English class, we don't even have school <laughs> up here. <laughs> Can't you fucking tell? <laughs> Ain't no one can tell you what to do on Planet Jeff, man. <laughs> Teachers teach you how to be stupid. <laughs> uh, all right, carry on. <laughs> Stop. Uh, one to five. Two. Uh, oh my god. That I'm saying. <laughs> In stick. Mm. Ooh. A risk you got to take whoever it runs on after that. I do love Satnam Singh, and you might have a second go if you play your RPS right. Yes, no, I love Satnam Singh, but god damn it, I want it to be a bit serious. This, I hope I get Satnam Singh. Stop one, Peter Avalon. Huh, <laughs> 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 law, law. Remember, it's like I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Can I be in the inner circle? Brilliant, I LTST. Like Bit of LTST and yep. law. Uh, Hamlet. Uh, stop. Four. Might be already busy. Well, Paul Wise is going to be in the team. Going to have more than enough of him. Thank you, Twist. And back up now. Uh, stop. One to four. Uh, one to five. Four. <laughs> it's Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> well, twist. <laughs> Two partners that M. Jeff is stuck with. Peter Avalon twice. Jeff Hardy for 20 years. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Got it. Uh, Matt Fax. Matt's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. My favorite Matt fact is... Uh, <laughs> very mad fact is that AEW peaked in February 2020. <laughs> in March 2020, Matt Hardy debuted for the promotion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Everything gets worse when Matt arrives. <laughs> uh, one to five. Uh, four. Jose, the assistant. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, well. He's a really good fourth we're member. We're yeah. not helping him out. Like, this is the point. We've got Peter Avalon and Jose, the assistant. <laughs> right. It's beautiful, this team. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, then shoot. Right. Yep. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, yes. scissors, scissors, pamphlet. Rock hard for. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he didn't need to do it. We should just play behind. Get a direction on the podcast. <laughs> pick a number between. I don't want to stop picking a number between one and five. Stop. One to five. Three. Uh, Dustin Rhodes. Twist. I need a. I need a. I need a big game player here. Okay. Stop. Two. Billy Gunn. No. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. It is all on this one. Stop. Oh, yeah. One to five. Four. Adam Copeland. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I liked it more about three weeks ago, but he's, you know, he's good. He's still good. Still good. Still good. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> it's a big, but it's got like Adam Copeland's intense face on. It's still good. <laughs> like, the veins getting bigger. It's still good. It's gone. It's just edging. It's just edging. Um, you mentioned Hangman Page earlier. How do you think he's going to respond to the home invasion that swerved in on him last week? He's going to be bloody livid. He's going to ask what his wife was bloody playing at. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, was she, what, what, what was going on there? Yeah. What? If uh, There's two options, isn't there? Either she was doing nothing, but or she'd left the house and the child was completely alone in its crib. Sound sleeper. Mm. Mrs. Hangman Page. If... Two blokes 
broke into my house and started cutting a promo on my baby. <laughs> I think I'd know about it. Yes, I would wager that my house is smaller than Hangman Pages. So maybe it's one of these big sort of rural Virginia townhouses Ooh, with yeah. his AEW money. And, you know, but you'd sleep near your baby. You wouldn't be like, say if it's like an eight-bedroom, beautiful townhouse, whatever. Yeah. Dutch colonial. Oh, my God. You wouldn't go, right, okay. Uh, well, I'm just go t- to the top right of the second <laughs> floor. And the baby, just anywhere. You'd be close yeah, to the baby yeah. or the child. I think he's going to be wearing the T-shirt to remind him of what Swerve did. He's going to be wearing the one that Swerve left in the crib. Yes. He's going to be wearing that in anger. Um, he's going to have to just kick the f***ing sh- out of him, isn't yeah. he? It's the only thing he can do. Like, Swerve can't be at work. On si- yeah, on site. Just on site. Uh, you know what I was thinking last week? When Hangman Page ran backstage, I thought it was pretty convincing. Like, he's not going to have his phone out there. No. But he needs to get back. He needs to ring home as quick as possible. I was thinking, can you imagine if, like... Smartphones existed in the 80s. You know, like Mr. Perfect had cut wrestlers' clothes off. What the hell would we see on wrestlers' like X accounts when they were in the ring? Okay, yeah. It's perfect. Just like a string of expletives. Every wrestler cancelled. Kurt, cancel me. My career's over, but what a rip. Yeah. Good one, perfect. <laughs> You've chained all my possessions and my phone to the ceiling pipe. Yeah. And when I get it down, it's going to break. It's got my baby pictures on. Yeah. It's such a good laugh. Let's get beers. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> right, uh, let's talk about two championship matches tonight. Let's start with the international championship. Orange Cassidy against oh Claudio Castagnoli. A revenge match, effectively, for potentially taking out Brian Danielson. Claudio obviously said on uh, collision, it was either that or the uh, um, Okada... Uh, Rainmaker. Rainmaker, thank you, uh, that did it. And he's going to get him eventually. But tonight, he's going after Orange Cassidy. The better part of the tag match, you said. On to- we haven't had a chance to get your thoughts, really, on Dynamite from last week, obviously. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't in. For that one day, I would have been on four hours. Absolutely all out of the shop. And I couldn't even make my mind about it. It's talked in circles even more than usual. That specific match, I just tweeted, like, 
Cassidy and Claudio, I'd have much rather saw that at the Dome than Danielson and Carter too. Um, I mean, have a little discussion. What's wrong? Is it just two wrestlers who just don't have the most amazing chemistry? It sometimes happens. Mm. It does sometimes happen. Um, or, Brett, and Sh- Brett and Sean are the work rate era. Yeah, yeah. they could be the Brett and Sean. Maybe they just need a brawl instead. I don't know really what happened. It's not bad. It's good. It could have been that Danielson was uh, working her and laying. Yeah, Because maybe. there's some rumours going around that he got into the Andrade match and he uh, didn't tell nobody. I mean, who the, the hell knows Jones? Who the hell knows Jones? But... Uh, <laughs> But honestly, <laughs> truth, truth sayer Jones, truth sayer Jones, yeah. I just don't know. But uh, all I know is that this match, not only was their chemistry fabulous, yeah, like like some of the counters. It's like where are you getting them from? I've t- like, again in my malaise era, been bored of oh, good counter. Oh, it's a double down. Just what I wanted. <laughs> Uh, like, come on, guys, get up before ten. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think you can do this without my support. Otherwise, the match is over sooner, which I would like. Yeah, <laughs> like their ability to just go like hold for hold, rotation for rotation, and just try and outwit the other it was just absolutely wonderful mm. to watch. In this match, not only was their chemistry evident, not only was that just kind of it was one of those where even if it wasn't booked. For the week after, you've watched a minute of that and think, oh, please do this match. I think yeah. Everyone had the exact same thought at the exact same time. That's how good this was. Of, oh, please. Do that a singles match. Just kicks ass. Mm. And then you saw the graphic and then you checked it because you looked at your watch and it was... Dinos, Jack. Dinos, my game. <laughs> <laughs> time to jack my game. <laughs> Jacking and sucking. Uh, <laughs> desperate to watch this. And it now has that... Story <laughs> going into it, and a bit of like fire yeah. is going to just go after him. So you're going to get an urgent, hard-fought grudge match with this absolutely incredible athletic physical chemistry. Like I don't know, the ceiling on this is uh, so high I dare not speak it into existence mm. in fear of disappointing myself and the listeners. Orange Cassidy, you having this wrestler of the year run, which. Didn't feel like it could have continued when we won the international title back because it sort of felt like, right, this is never going to not feel like a tribute to the first run and the way they've got there is through the Moxley injury and the Ray Phoenix weirdness and all of that. Doesn't really matter because of how classy exchanges were in the tag match. That was, like, if this wasn't the plan, uh, they've, like, backdoored into one of the inadvertent, like, hottest matches of this half of the year because that tag match obviously existed more for the other two. And yet, we've like, you were given this... Like, promo B-roll for a fantastic match. Like, I want uh, Claudio to, like, do the flapjack setup for his big uppercut. Mm. And then Orange Cassidy shifting it down and, like, hitting with the orange punch. Oh, yeah. Like, strength versus, like, Orange Cassidy. Like, Orange Cassidy doesn't always look lithe. He's a smaller guy, but, doesn't, but in Claudio's presence, he will do. Mm. He can, like, one, two, three, kid it against Claudio. Like, the physical chemistry was instant in the, like, such, like, uh, like tweeted that. And I remember you saying, like, you were worried it was going to come across, like, contrarian. He said, I was yeah. like, every, everyone was having that identical thought. It was like, like, seeing Tatanka in that WrestleMania Battle Royal. Everybody going, what? <laughs> like, you were, you were watching yeah. it going, oh, this is better, actually. Get them back in there. Huh? <laughs> what if Claudio starts doing the giant swing and Orange just puts his hands in his pockets instead of flailing around? And then, oh my God. 
Claudio just gets like really annoyed, drops him, does a big register, and then goes to stamp on his head. Cassidy moves out the way. That jams Claudio's knee, mm. leaving him vulnerable for a Superman punch. Oh my god! I, I was going to suggest: is there any way you can do a lazy swing? Like he's just dragging him around. That's so great. That's well. Oh my god! That, that yeah. yours first, and then mine. Yes. Is John Mox on commentary? I was going to say, is this uh, in terms of the, like Orange because Orange Cassidy win? Are they still getting back to Moxley versus? I think that's full gear. Oh, see, yeah, full gear. Step that up, please. Yeah. The first one was great, but I, but I would still want a stepped up rematch. Absolutely. Mm. Whatever happened now that I've got uh, <laughs> Mox on the brain to the Eddie Kingston thing? They were building it at Forbidden Door and before. And then at uh, Stadium Stampede, and now they've just... When was the last, I know he's been injured, but... He put his middle finger in his face as it's a I win. And then he beat Claudio for a bail, and that's probably Kingston versus BCC done. They've not I want to see Mox Eddie. Yeah. Because I want Eddie to be the one to bring him back, and actually he's been a babyface sometimes, or he's been aligned with babyface. It's a f***ing mess, AEW. A complete and utter f***ing mess. You were in, wasn't you were in the, the idea. Of a very big... Like 2020, 2021 story there. And then it's been 2023. Hang on, there's been like loads of things where they've got into that and killed yeah. it, yeah. So it wasn't the idea that John Moxley, Eddie Kingston was going to be the one to sort of make him realise it's been a bit of a bully prick this year, mate. Time to, you know. Renee's stuff was amazing. The Renee's stuff was class. Yeah. I'm going to beat some sense into you, John. Kingston goes over Moxley and Moxley realises, okay, I'm going to be a baby face again. But then his baby face, stable mates, feuded with heels, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, thus undermining the whole thing. At the exact same time, they tried to kill Phoenix. This is a total and utter mess, this promotion. Mm. If you, un if you, it's like you can unpick anything and think, hang on, that makes no sense when you consider this. That shouldn't be happening at the same time as this. Why did that happen? It's just a total and utter mess, and we're going to get more into why it's a mess. Imminently, I expect so much better. Yes, let's it is a complete root and branch sort out. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the thing that has wound all of us up, really, uh, because let me just double check here. Yeah, just the one women's match uh, on the show, uh, but it's for the world title. Hikaru Shida, who after she just I want to point out as well before we get to the other problem with this, the bigger problem, after she beat Ruby Soho mm -hmm. uh, on commentary, they said, "Well, that's it." Now she's got to head to full gear and defend that title against timeless Tony Storm. After she's faced Abaddon on, or the winner of the four-way on uh, Rampage, then on Collision, and now <laughs> also after she's faced Willow Nightingale, who uh, must you know have been gutted to lose that four-way on Friday to get a title shot, and she's had to wait a whole, well, actually less than um, uh, nine days for a title shot. <laughs> If Willow Nightingale wins the AEW Women's World title tonight, I will show my arse in Phoenix window. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> they listen. What? <laughs> Imagine the big girl all the kids are there. What's it going to be this year? Is it going to be Willy Wonka? Is it going to be like that? Red sign. What's his name? Sitch's ass. sign that says arse written backwards. Phoenix is a department store in uh, Newcastle upon Tyne, England. <laughs> and every 
Christmas, <laughs> every holiday season, they have this display in Fenix window. And yeah. sometimes there was an alien in a, in a new castle top. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's such an event, isn't it? Like everybody gets it like together for it. There's yeah. like there's grandmas that even remember when obviously it was more simple window, but even they would like so they wanted to take their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. Well, and me never me. before has it been Michael Sidrick's <laughs> anus until <laughs> this year. When me and Anne Louise moved up here, we were, I remember we were walking through town around that that time, and I was like, Oh, there must be some sort of big sale going on in there. And then I was just like, Oh, they're just looking in the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the the it's weird, right? Because simple it, northern folk. It's a big department store, but it's on one level. It's so an absolutely goat department it store. Is ob- it's it on is on another level, arguably, but... Uh, it's four. <laughs> it is obscure, the window, but they do put, like, security out there to keep the queue in check. As if you can't just stand a few rows back. <laughs> That's right, there it is. Right there. And <laughs> they, the Greg's thing? The Greg's thing? They flip the Greg sign, don't they? Outside. There's a Greg's across the oh, road. Oh, so Phoenix you can see it. So when people take photo of the Phoenix display or God, Michael Zidrick's anus, it'll say, <laughs> Gre- it'll say Greg's the right way around. So if you took a sign that says Ezra, that would read arse the right way around in a photo. Oz. Oz. I'll tell you what, I hate this so much. She is literally Willow Nightingale. The window. Like there's four big window panels, and each one is like the evolution of your arse. The... It used to be the wins and losses matter company. What did the loss this time about five days ago, whatever? Five days. Five days. What did that matter to Willow Nightingale? Oh, cool. Losing a match is good, actually, because now I could just go into a title match. On a bigger show, as you pointed out. Yeah, on a bigger show. Bigger, bigger, uh, bigger D at the P window. (laughs) That is just pathetic. This is absolutely. Where's the forethought? Where's the planning? You know the discourse this week, right, where Dave Meltzer reported that it's a little bit of a frustrating atmosphere within AEW right now because where previously it was, you know, that they're together so they'd be able to tell wrestlers, here's your creative plans in advance. Tell the dirt sheets. Remember on the, what was the backstage show called? All Access. Yeah. When Tony Khan, like, and it was quite funny, but it was sweet. He had, like, a piece of paper that started really small, and it was like, Sammy Guevara, look, here you are. And it just keeps getting bigger and yeah, bigger yeah. and bigger. And it was like, so you're here, and then there's your week six. And, like, Sammy Guevara, crazy this, didn't turn to the cameras and be like, so in this week I'm doing this, in yeah. this week I'm doing this. He just saw it and was like, cool, that's my job for the yeah. next six weeks. Yeah. So, I, they used to, you know, know what they were doing in advance. This allowed Kenny Omega to field a phone call at All Out 2020 upon losing the AEW title, uh, tag team titles with Hangman Page. And what felt like a confusing development at the time, just rushed out, said something's got to change. I'm on the phone and the books are like, oh, we're with you, Kenny, because you're Kenny, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're lead, but we don't really know what you're talking about here and you're not going to tell us. Fast forward to Winter is Coming. And you realize, all oh, right, he's had this master plan with Don Callis to ease him in insidiously, and then they're going to mess up over mm. John Moxley. Great. Uh, what's this? <laughs> like, what the f- is this? <laughs> it's so irritating. And so Dave Meltzer has reported this thing. They're getting like creative plans like, really late in the day, sometimes on the day. And now you can't do any foreshadowing like Kenny Omega did mm. with, uh, remember when he has, uh, oh, it's like my dog. 
Yeah. And just thought like, oh, it's just Kenny being irreverent and wacky. Great. That and he was actually in Don Callis's home. I think she was on the mantelpiece. Yeah. Doing oh secret God. goddamn deals. Oh. That's AW. That was AW. I don't know what this is. I have no idea what this is. And now, what if you get handed your, this is what you do on the show, for tonight, next week, who the hell knows. I can do any moments of cool foreshadowing or like little teasers, mm. these little things that would get nerds like us going, ooh, that is a clear hint towards this or that or that direction. They have added, and I want to name names because I don't want to, I don't know who does what, mm. okay? I want to make that abundantly clear because they hate this so much in wrestling. When you say, oh, this person. Jake Maverick on the show. <laughs> they hate them so much. When you say, oh, this person. <laughs> I don't want to say this person because people think, oh, you think that person's fake. I don't. Wrestlers hate when <laughs> this guy is, uh, these assholes in the Deutsche sheets. They don't know what I do. Correct. I just know that it's been reported that you work there and you're doing something rubbish because look at the state of this year. I don't know what you're doing, so I'm not going to name names, right? Yeah. I'm not going to name names of who's been added to the creative room and all the rest of it, right? But I know that, you you know, you're not, you're, well, you, you joined the creative room in 2023, so you're not booking MGF versus CM Punk. You're not booking Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega, right? And there's a lot of crap on this television ro- program right now, so I'm assuming you're not doing something great, right? You'd expect, with how much this creative team has expanded, you might have read some of the names. I'm not going to name them because I don't know who's to blame yeah. for this oversight, and that's what it is. Surely, like, statistically, you increase your chances of having someone, multiple people in that room having the same thought you've had, you've had, I've had, people on Twitter have had, of, hang on, she lost the chance last week. What claim does Willow Nightingale have to wrestle this match, and what sense does it make to do it? Statistically, these added voices to the room You'd have a better chance of someone pointing this out. Yeah, someone raising their hand and saying, wait a second. Yeah. Like, it's not supposed to be like um, a script supervisor adjacent position. You go, oh, hang on. Continuity wise, Tony, this makes zero sense. You shouldn't do that. Glad I've got you because that thought slipped my mind. But you've got a mind of your own and it didn't slip your mind. That's what this whole thing is meant to do. That's why you have multiple voices in a room, is it not? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are people doing in this company? What is going on in this company? As well, it's, it's not, not just this. No, it's the, and Willow Nightingale. It, it's not that she hasn't got anything going on. They're doing this whole thing where she doesn't want to join the House of Blue. Like <laughs> she's she's like basically fighting the corruption. She yes. like Sky Blue's clearly been corrupted, but Sky like Willow Nightingale saying oh, I'm better than that. And like I, I thought that we didn't really talk about it because it was just a five second thing on collision, but I thought it was really lame when like Chris Outlander was like, right, I've got you together for this super serious meeting. We need to what's going on? It's terrible. And then Could have like, done it on Tuesday. Sky Blues like MQ did and Willow's like, I'm not. And then it proper end of this. These guys. <laughs> like like that was Saturday. Like at least that if you showed if you had any kind of fourth like forward plan or forethought Willow Nightingale would go, I, I don't need this either because I've got a title shot. Like you would at least have acknowledged that this was going to happen, and oh yeah, the four-way thing was a real blunder. But like, it's invo- like she's got two things going on in her life: a friendship with Sky Blue and the title. But no, they're making up as they go along because on Saturday it was just wah, wah, they missed this guy, <laughs> and now all of a sudden she's number one contender. It's like they're miles apart. Those things, mm. like Will Will and Nightingale. I know there's not strictly two divisions, but she was kind of in the EU side. She mm. was closer to Statlander, and there's the match, and there's a possible thing down the line. But 
and that's like a minor gripe compared to some of the other stuff. Minor gripe, like it's just don't eliminate it. It's a title match. It's what a bail. The graphics, uh, goo. even if it's an eliminator, it's still piss poor to put someone who's just lost a chance to be in a title match in an eliminator. It's in like, a, well, you just get another, it's another bite of the cherry. Four-way Sage, and they've got a rich history then, so you should respect the result of the four-way. Do not get me started on that rich history. That should be an NXT character. <laughs> you should be called Rich History. <sighs> He's a million-dollar man, and he remembers continuity. Maybe we should do... Oh, no, I was going to say that. I had an idea, but it's one for after the podcast. All right. Um, so before we get to the uh, name of the game, because this is the only women's match on the show, let's get to the... Uh, the aim of the game. So the aim of the game is to identify to the hour, minute, and second the only time you will hear the first time. The first uh, note of the first woman to appear in her entrance music, just that exact, we'll see you now, etc. Okay? The first time you hear the first woman's theme for the only women's match is when it starts. <laughs> and we tried to identify to the hour, minute, and second, and it worked a lot better before they started swapping the segments around just to really identify how apathetic it is. Okay, that's the aim of the game. The name of the game is well. This is Ladies' Night, and I'm thinking, ooh, what a night! <laughs> Apparently, it's because she won the uh, Owen Hart Women's Women's World Cup. She won it <laughs> years ago. John Riggs is raging. That's what that's what TK tweeted. When tweeted this last night, 10:30 p.m. After retaining in the Friday Night Fight, the champion cheater will defend her title versus 2023 Owen Hart Women's Cup winner Willow Willow Wednesday. Oh, piss off. <laughs> that's funny. Piss off. Sorry. I didn't mean to that's, a, you. that's a proper... So you're not allowed to say anything. Okay, we're just putting words in the mouth of Tony Khan there because he didn't say that's why. It's just her his way of saying, kind of makes sense if you think about it, guys. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. If you liked it that much, you would have booked it in the intervening period between her winning something, which didn't matter... Her losing a match mattered more than her winning a match. Yeah. You did. <laughs> Shout out to her. It used to be something. <laughs> we, we, we used to build things, by which I mean stories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Blair, at Adam Wilton 4, and Jose Palomares, at the Ho 11, who usually handle the... Um, Data. Uh, for this sort of thing, thanks. Uh, Adam Blair currently over in Cyprus, so... Oh, oh fancy, fancy Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally <laughs> f***ing. <laughs> He's going to hate you. Sorry, my boss. Right. Uh, but we are. <laughs> I think it was you who won it last time, because we just for fun last week, obviously. Okay, I'm going to be fooled. Uh, so the current standings, according to Adam Blair, uh, are, yeah, you got it last last time. So you're on eight. Sidge is on nine. Oh, hang on, wait a minute. Something more important popped up here, lads. I'm on five. So last year, something was more important. Uh, the Royal Mail has maybe delivered my latest batch of coffee. <laughs> So, oh my God. Uh, nope, the sin is gonna it's out for delivery. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, right, I've got my phone out for a purpose. It's to record the uh, the, the guesses of the game. It was second hour last week, then. Mm-hmm. Like the proper women's vision death spot, was it not last week? Yes. Right, so it was. It's almost time for the main event. They mix it up, so this is going to be a first hour one. Especially because they'll have noted the criticism online. So they're going to try and put it in the first hour and make it seem like it's absolutely not just rushed. 40 minutes Ooh. and 10 seconds. Just because. Hard disagree. Uh, they're oh. going to put the international championship to open the show. So they'll put a title match in the second hour. Where are they going to put it in the second hour? One hour, 18 minutes, 
42 seconds. Let's give the main event plenty of time, yeah. especially because they presumably aren't going to announce the people. In It'll the be events. MJF main event because they'll build the intrigue of who it's going to be. So mm-hmm. I'm with you, Wilborn. Um, MJF to main event, build the um, mystery of who will partner him throughout the night. Kenny should say four on two. That's the guy. Yes. Mutual respect off collision. Two legs, uh, he's already working. Oh, yeah. Is he? Sorry. That's yeah, at fine. the top of the hour. You're making my life busy. Uh, one hour. 19. Oh. No. 23 minutes. Whoa. And 14 seconds. Over to you, Jose Palomares. Uh, we've also, as you mentioned, got Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega teaming up to take on Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. Um, this sucks. With the potential yeah. of <laughs> Jericho. I've not had a chance to get your thoughts on this either. It's, oh God, why does everyone have to be everyone's mate and indirectly everybody's mate and every indirectly everyone's rival? Personal issues draw money. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> right, think about this, right? It's a tangled web we weep. That's <laughs> too tangled, actually. Yeah, too tangled. It's uh, pretty crap. <laughs> Kenny Omega is managed for years by Don Callis. Uh-huh. The betrayal happens when Don Callis realizes oh, that Will Ospreay is a bit sharp. Like, he's not mentally as sharp as uh, Kenny, but Kenny's body's in decline. He's had to spend a year away on the shelf with injuries. He comes back, and he's still selling those injuries. Is my cash cow still going to, you know, can I still milk him? Can I still milk him? So, uh, I don't think so. Well, how am I doing the vibe? That's a picture of Kenny Omega with others. Uh, <laughs> great. Callous milking his nipples. That Takeshita lad, I think I can make a lot of money with that stud because he's a decathlete. He's the kind of guy who uh, walks into a bar and his dick's already been there two minutes. That's the best thing Don Callis has said in his entire life. It was hilarious. <laughs> so Takeshita's the new cash cow. Okay, Kenny Omega, you've been betrayed. What do you do? Do you A, and I love you, Kenny. I hate I hate being like this snarky with you, but Kenny, do you A, cut a fired up baby face traditional promo and sell me on the idea that you want to kick Takeshita and Callis' ass? Or do you make friends with Chris Jericho, who falls out with Sammy Guevara? Mm. You don't really care about the rest of the JAS, but they're not done with you. And then you uh, powerhouse, you a, d- a dickhead to powerhouse halves 25 years ago. You're going to have to pay for that. Cal <laughs> uh, Fletcher's doing something. Um, oh, powerhouse halves, you're big. What's bigger? Well, well, it's me. So, and then you've got this ridiculous, stable war. Can you imagine? Right. If, in fact, he's alluding to Paul White, who, by the way, was fished by MGF and Adam Cole. <laughs> he was fished by Adam Cole and MGF. It's a big, like, big, like, big, wide yeah, comedy character. Before which, before which, he was thinking about as Captain Ensano with the acclaimed the last time I saw him. And now he's like, oh, a big show, and he's a big game-changing Difference maker. Uh, t-shirt that says no more, no more fish. <laughs> yeah, no more fish. <laughs> can you sure Billy Bass? Can you imagine, right? <laughs> when all this comes together, <laughs> when these opposing forces all make their way to the ring at the same time for a big brawl, 
Sammy Guevara and Paul White looking at each other and go, I don't really have a problem with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, 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 we ended up in this. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Guevara and Paul White, and then they're grunting at each other. But inside they're thinking, hang on, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on somebody else's work day when they're having a fight, but I don't really know them. Yeah, like, they're like, from a different office. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Like, do, I, do I hate you? <laughs> I think I hate you because I like Don, mm. and I don't like Jericho, but the enemy of... My enemy is my friend, or something the opposite of that. It's absolutely a mess, and I just cannot invest in any of it. Uh, this match might be funny. Yeah. Who do you think gets the win? Uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange, or Chris Jericho <laughs> and Kenny Omega, former world champion? <laughs> Gonna have to go with Jericho and Omega a lot. Okay, stick um, your neck out. Is it? I got nipples done. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> this might be a little bit funny. Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. Oh, then again, no. Daddy Magic is not going banter with this. Oh, yeah, he's serious now, isn't he? Serious, he's, he's a serious guy. I can't remember Ever-Eyes. <laughs> like, two people have said they hate sports entertainment this week. Daddy Magic and Gunther. <laughs> like, they're on the same level. <laughs> like, like this, this canvas, this sacred canvas that makes my nipples hard. Stop dancing. <laughs> yeah. Ah, God. Uh, could this be... Rip a wh- it up and start again. Take a month off, please. <laughs> <laughs> this graphic invited a bunch of people to post uh, gifts, memes, and the like of Danny Garcia looking sad. Yet again, Danny Garcia has been forgotten to a point. Cedric made earlier on a call back, like when you used to be able to tell long-term stories with this company, everything that was happening to Danny Garcia felt like it was part of something bigger. And week after week, those things just got dropped. And you're like, well, it's still good, it's still good, it's still good. And Danny Garcia is a pig flying through the air and all that sort of thing. Is this the latest? It's, it's still good. Pig. It's still what good. Pig, yeah. Oh, what a pig. Right, it's still good, it's still good. And Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho and the friggin' big show are like, uh, we need a fourth man. And I think you know the guy. Yeah. And it's, and it's Daniel Garcia against like a Callis group or something. Like Callis has got that last supper picture where one by one the faces are being added to. So you can believe that all of the disciples will eventually be wrestlers. And some of them have got to just be rubbish losers. And like, I love 2.0. Yeah. Wherever eyes guys, OGs oh, with these two, but like 2.0. Yeah. But they're, I'm saying from all the way back, yeah, yeah, yeah. we loved them, you know, when there was nothing else to like on NXT. They would be quite good as like bump and feed guys for yeah. the Callis family. Maybe this is a way for them to enter into that. I know, I'm, I know all I'm doing is bolstering the numbers, which means we have to invite the big show at the party. Look at the freaking hard family by the time all seven is <laughs> done. Um, do you think, Hartford. Hartford. do you think a Jericho does you the Garcia dance? One. To wind up Daddy Magic tonight. Yes. And like sort of says... Or, da- or Omega. Daniel, come back to us. Mm. Like, because if you recall, the JAS, Jericho was like, oh, f- you, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> and then Callus was like, oh, I, I wasn't ready for that. Because <laughs> yeah, the, J- yeah. the JAS were rightfully, that's not on, Chris. <laughs> uh, but, Sucks. But we're the heels, apparently. So does Jake Hager get involved to bring out Big Show to oh, even the <laughs> It sucks. Take a month off. Right. I've been loyal to you all this time, Cliff. That's <laughs> what Jake Hager's bit always is. Isn't oh, yeah, yeah. Take a month off. Rewatch February 2020. And then just, you know, realize yeah. whether, you know, get your head screwed back on. Finally, on tonight's show, we have a big announcement from Tony Khan. You're joking. Not another one? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, I hope it's that nice. I don't that. want to take the piss out of this, man. Yeah. Sid's made a great point. We talked about this over the desks. Sid's made a great point. That's uh, so what I'll say. It. Stops us taking the piss out of it. 
love It'd it. It'd be nice to mock it, wouldn't it? But we can. I think on Twitter he said, with the holiday season approaching, yes. I have a huge announcement to make. And I think it's going to be additional info on this like incredible. What's on your computer, man? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that with the tweet in mind of him referencing the holiday season, I think this is going to be merely additional information about the holiday drive, and you absolutely uh, okay. cannot criticize that. And I'm not just saying oh, he's doing this, so you go and criticize it. You can't. I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But I, I don't. I wouldn't expect anything particularly. Uh, he's not going to be signing CM Punk again. Yeah, he didn't say huge. Actually, it says Tony Khan has an important announcement for many. Many of us tomorrow is the start of the holiday season. Don't uh, trivialize it when he's doing a million dollar toy drive. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on Flip? Not a single one. Okay, let's know your thoughts on AW Dynamite tonight. <laughs> sort of NXT preview vibes. <laughs> That's because there's these skits of the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> your hey, I'm Rich History, and I've been watching what's been going on in <laughs> AEW. <laughs> uh, at what culture do we on AEW? So let us know your thoughts. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, the NXT review is available right now. And we'll be back tomorrow to review AEW Dynamite because we are the Danley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 